Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Good morning, black and white sports fans. Happy Wednesday. It is hump day. Hope everybody is doing well. Rhodes is in the house. What is going on, sir? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Good morning, black and white sports fans. And good morning to everybody that is turning out on the podcast. That's growing at a... What what were the numbers for yesterday? I didn't even look at it. Expeditious rate. We're up in the thousands of listens now. Uh, on yeah, I know like ra- a few days ago it was like twenty four hundred or something. Now that's insane. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I don't know if the pod podcast listeners know that that we we tend to get hundreds of people in here that that watches the show live. Uh, so if you're on the podcast, you can watch it live too. So yeah, yeah, just you can. Just, just something you might want to know if you don't realize we are on YouTube. Yep, just go to YouTube, hit the subscribe button. And if you actually want to watch the full show, click the join button, become a, become a channel member. Just starts at five dollars a month. You get to actually see our beautiful faces. <laughs> All right. Um, sorry, but that's how YouTube works. Unfortunately, <laughs> to a point. Uh, if I'm just if I'm just being well, real. Uh, well, read, read that out. Talking about clickbait titles. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, B uh BNW Sports. Please no more clickbait titles, except that's exactly how you get views on YouTube. And I then hate at to, that, I hate to say that. That's just a fact. Then at that, the title of this stream is LeBron James clarifies parade talk after massive backlash. That's not even clickbait. That's just real, because we're actually gonna go over the video for that. Uh Tom Brady comeback is real. It is I, real. I can tell you, judging by the ratio yesterday on my Tom Brady video, some people were pissed, but it was clear. He's talking about coming back. Yes. He's, act, he's, he's, act, he's acting like Brett Favre. <laughs> he, he is acting like Brett Favre. Man, he sounds so much different than he did a couple of weeks ago. And, and I know Rusty's a longtime subscriber, uh, and he is absolutely pissed that they did not do everything it took to win a Super Bowl. He's mad about that. And part of that, whether anybody likes it or not, is Antonio Brown. It just is. I mean, you know, I we don't, generally speaking, most of the subscribers on this channel are not big Antonio Brown fans. I'm certainly not from a character standpoint. Me neither. But like I, recognize the guy's, the man. <laughs> I, I recognize the guy's talent, and I recognize the fact that that Tom Brady loves the guy. He so, loves that guy. Yeah. I so mean, because think of this, man. Is this, is the, is. this is the second time he's been shafted on Antonio Brown. Tom Brady was definitely pissed off in New England when Bill Belichick cut him. How many games did he play there? 
two? One. So, one. 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 Okay, I think one. he only played one. Yeah. yeah. And I believe that probably played a role in the reason why Tom Brady um, was also out of uh, New England. Of course, they get together and win a Super Bowl. And then Tom Brady's, not necessarily his demeanor, but something changed after um, Antonio Brown was cut. And then they lose that playoff game, get off to a real, real slow start. And, of course, Tom Brady's great, so he was able to make that comeback. But Rhodes has been on record. Rhodes said if Antonio Brown played in that game they win. against the Rams, they win. They win. They, and chances they, are they would actually win the Super Bowl because there was no way in hell the 49ers were going to beat the Bucs. Well, here's here's the other thing. Just just take a step back and look at the two teams that pl- just played. I understand uh, the Bucks lost to the Rams, but they mm-hmm. never get down in that game if Antonio Brown is on that field. Right. The, to the extent that they got down, they couldn't move the change for chains for the first three quarters mm-hmm. for crying out loud. He is a chain mover. That is what he does mm-hmm. is move. Yeah. They move him in and out, put him in the slot, and he moves the chains. He can stretch the field in a way that Wes Welker and Julian Edelman couldn't, but he plays the same kind of role in that offense, mm-hmm. except he's faster. Um, yeah. L- so, let me ask you this, man. Let me ask you this. If the Bucks got past the um, the Rams, who would have won that NFC Championship game? The Bucks or the 49ers? Oh, the Bucks, the Bucks. Okay, the Bucks yeah. get to the Super Bowl. Who's winning that Super Bowl? The Bucks or the Bengals? The Bucks. The Bucks. And it's not as competitive as it was the other night. Yeah, because Tom Brady is not going to make the decisions that Matthew Stafford was making in that Super Bowl. I'm sure Brady sat back and watched that game the other night and went. If I've got all my dudes, we can beat the brakes off of both of these teams right yeah. now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. You and know, honestly, man, I believe, man, this dude, the news broke out way too fast. And I believe that Tom Brady felt like he had to announce something before the Super Bowl. But all the signs are pointing to this man coming back. I mean, we weren't even going to start this topic, so we might as well just go into this yeah, topic. Yeah, let's, 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 let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Biggest mistake he made, man, and I believe Tom Brady's going to go full Brett Favre. I, I truly do believe it. Tom Brady, I mean, Joe Montana said that he doesn't even believe that Tom Brady's retiring. He's like, that man is too good right now just to go out like that. Now, if Tom Brady won the Super Bowl this year, I believe he'll probably truly be done. But it still wouldn't surprise me if he came back, man, because what, what, did, what did Apollo Creed tell Rocky and Rocky for? I love Rocky, man. He said, we're born with this killer in- instinct that you just can't turn off and on like some radio. <laughs> we don't even have a choice. When he's talking about oh, wanting to fight Drago. Look, there, there's a specific piece and I have a feeling because there was multiple topics in yesterday's video, but there was a particular piece that was later in the video where Brady said, Brady also said 
he won't know how he feels until training, training camp, camp comes around. Mm. That man's coming back. If he Kinda can get similar to Brett, Brett Favre. Favre. Oh. Now, yeah. Brett Favre didn't want to go to training camp. He didn't want to go. Tom Brady loves that kind of stuff, but Tom Brady also still has a contract with Tampa Bay. Rose doesn't believe he's going to be there. He doesn't want to be there. So they would have to trade him. Um, I think this plays a little bit of a role in it. I'm not sure he's got the, a lot of respect for Bruce Arians. If you want to know the truth, because look, regardless of how he was treated in New England, Brady's not stupid. He knows Belichick is all time. All yeah. time when it comes to coach. There's no doubt Tom's Tom's football IQ is way too high. And I think Tom sort of views Bruce Arians in the same way that um, Aaron Rodgers used to view Mike McCarthy. Hold on, man. Kind of like, eh, eh. I mean, let's let's face it. I know more about what's going on and the way this offense should run and the way this game and this team should be coached than Bruce Arians does. And I, I, I absolutely think I think he should. He absolutely looked at the fact that at 44, and I think this plays a big role, and we don't talk about it enough. At 44, Tom Brady wants to win at all cost. He don't. He don't care about uh, Brown being a clown or him showing his ass. He. I just don't believe he. He cares about him showing his ass on the field. I don't think that's a consideration of Tom Brady. I think he could care less about Antonio Brown acting. And yeah, he does. He acts like a total clown and Tom Brady wants him to run routes. That's all he cares about. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, he doesn't care about all the drama, the Instagram, the rapping part. Brady doesn't care about none of that. He wants Antonio Brown lined up on the field to run routes. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That's the part. And I think I do believe Tom Brady's age played a role in that because I think he sat back and went at 44. You mm -hmm. knew you only had me potentially for two yeah. years. The, Why the did you not ticket everything? Yeah. The clock is ticking, man. I mean, if this was age 34, Tom Brady probably wouldn't be a big deal because Tom Brady had already said, uh, remember, those emails from Deflategate with Peyton Manning came out says he has one year. I got what four or five years, something like that. He said. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, Jake from State Farms in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and Giants Nation will get to your uh, super chat here shortly. We we kind of skipped over the uh, Le LeBron James thing first because we just started getting all into this. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was looking at one of our comments. Kind of hard to run a sports channel and not actually watch the sport. <laughs> that's 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 a tough well, one to do. Well, when it comes to the NBA, they you don't need much, to, man. man. They, they, they get too you much. don't you don't need to. Now, when it yeah. comes to uh, the NFL, 
definitely hard for us to talk about the NFL without actually watching it because there's a lot of stories about stuff on the field that we can put here. Nobody cares about what's happening on the court in the NBA. Nobody. It's a dying brand. It's a dying brand. Nobody cares. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, look, football's where it's at. It's it's the NFL. It's college. Yeah. To a lesser degree, I'm crossing my fingers, and I'm hoping the USFL mm-hmm. does something. You mm-hmm. know? Um, I, I mean, even – Look, football's over, and I'm like, damn, the USFL can't start this weekend, it's, or the, XF, the XFL can't start this weekend. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's football's the driving source, and I think we're – I don't even know if we're going to cover the topic, but one of the things we talked about is the fact that, that baseball's in a bind right now, and nobody seems to give a damn. Yeah, we'll, you know? we'll kind of talk about that. But I haven't watched the NBA in over two years. And some of the best performing videos on this channel have been the NBA. And it's not about the game because there's always some idiot that's going to say something. LaChina James, uh, like, Hey, let's get into the parade of the Rams or dots and out police. Yeah. Pretty idiotic. That's the NBA. We could talk about Ennis cancer too. Put up that video this morning, that video, uh, let me see how well it's doing. That video, 4,300 views right now. Pretty good. Didn't have a notification on that video. And uh, it still is doing pretty good, considering it came out early this morning. And Hey, let me address this one. Isn't there anything else to talk about in sports besides Brady and James? Well, look. Bruh. Let's, let's, let's be real, okay? In sports, when it comes to talking sports you have tom brady you have aaron Rodgers, you have the nfl provided certain entities mm-hmm. are involved dallas cowboys new york yankees in baseball to a lesser extent the red Sox, uh lebron james in the nba sort of mm-hmm. enos Cantor. Yeah. but look there's really and truly only about eight topics that drive the needle in sports talk yeah. Eight, and eight plus entities. Yeah. And plus we got we watch our analytics. We know what people are watching. We know what people are watching. LeBron James, hot news. Tom Brady, hot news. Kills it. Yeah. 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 Nobody cares about like Adrian Peterson getting arrested. I started to I, make that video, but then I was looking at uh, some other people covering no views. No point in wasting a video on it. Right. you guys don't care about it right I, look would i love to talk about the fact that cody rhodes left aew wrestling yesterday and is probably going to the wwe yeah i would love to do that video nobody will watch it mm-hmm. we have nah, a video nah, up nah, on i mean we got a video up on Newsbreak about brian flores that video exploded yep. over there it exploded over there that's why we talk about these things if you guys aren't going to watch the video, why the hell should we put it out? <laughs> we put videos out for yeah. people to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Last, I understand. Year when that, last year when that TikTok cop called out LeBron James, we did a video on that. We had our best two-day stretch 
ever on this channel. We got like 700,000 views in two days. We could have hey. easily said, you know what? We don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about how the Bucks actually doing good in the season. Nobody hey, would have cared. Hey, check this out. We literally had a dude. I put out an Antonio Brown video. A mm-hmm. dude said, are, are we still making videos on this? Why are we talking? He, he said, and I quote, nobody cares. That video really? got like 275,000 views on you it. You know how many views? I, I put out one that had 360,000 views. When Tom Brady uh, helped Rob Gronkowski get his uh, bonus money, 360,000 views. Yeah. You guys, some of you guys may not care, but the algorithm definitely cares, which means people are clicking on it. That's why we're putting out Antonio Brown videos. Guys, we get we get roughly three, four million views per month, depending. There's a reason why you follow the trends. It's just that simple. You got to. I mean, yeah. You know. Nobody cares about the Suns having the best record in the NBA. We put up a video on that, make it a thousand views. Nobody cares. And unfortunately, that's just the way it works. Let's kick ass. Yeah. <laughs> you guys at Black and White Sports are great, and LeBron James is a pathetic individual. Well, before no, we jump any further, oh, go, ahead, I, go ahead. I I I address that. You know, Giants Nation said don't pay attention. I address that because the guy that made the comment is a longtime viewer. Okay, and I recognize that and I get that. But you're got look, we don't sit down to produce a video so nobody'll watch. Yeah. It's as simple as that. I'm not going to waste the time mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, yeah, this is our livelihood, man. This is how we make our living over here. But uh, I'm going to read John Snakes' uh, Super Chat. That's the only one we have so far. $5. What's up, uh, boys? My question is, if Katie or Steph Curry wins more, um, more titles and MVPs, would you put him above LaChina James? Uh, No. They're just not better players. I'm I'm always going to be honest. We come hardcore at LeBron James, but Steph Curry is not a historically better player than LeBron James. It's not even close, to tell you the truth. Kevin Durant, no. And the thing about KD and Steph, what really hurts Steph is his defense, and Steph has no finals MVPs, man. I'm just being real. I tend to... um... I agree with that, but I don't know that the space between the two players should be nearly as large as we portray it. It's, it's think, larger I think, than me, man. I think Steph is all-time great. Like I said, he he's literally all, changed. Me, he's he, he's an all-time great shooter, but he, he literally than, changed a generation of basketball. But I'm talking about just great how good of a player he is. I'm not talking about the impact. I'm talking about as good of a player. The only thing he does better than LeBron is shoot the basketball. That's it. LeBron does everything else better. It's not even close. I acknowledge that, but far as impact on the game, and I think to a point that's how you should measure these sort of things. Now, you can certainly say LeBron's negatively impacted the game. Yes, he's definitely more than anybody else. More more than anybody. Absolutely, you could say that. the The point of the Super Chat is talking about winning a title. Steph Curry has three titles. Steph Curry didn't even win the finals MVP. In the first one, LeBron James clearly outplayed him in that first title that 
the uh, Warriors won. And then Kevin Durant showed up, and Kevin Durant was even a better player than Steph Curry. I think we already knew that, but no, no. I, I, I think there's something also to be said for having won the title without ever leaving your team. That's yeah, that's a big deal to me too. I yeah, guess. but also Maybe. there's also there's also no reason for Steph Curry to lead the Warriors either. <laughs> But but that's the brand LeBron should have built in Cleveland. Yes, that's true. Uh, I, uh, I mean, you, you know, right about that. If you're, you're all right about world, that. if you're all legend, everybody's supposed to want to come to you. And instead, you had to leave <laughs> and, and then get and everybody. No, nobody wanted to go to Cleveland. <laughs> that's Trans- funny. Nobody wanted to go. Well, we're talking about we're talking about a franchise in Golden State that that was that it, was an it, impact franchise. Honestly, no the Warriors before Steph got there were a joke. Now, granted, they did beat that Dallas team, but that was like one season. But before that, man, it was a long time since they, they were had, relevant. They had one little stretch with Run TMC back in the day with Mitch Richmond and Tim Hardaway and Chris Mullins. Oh, and they were and, fun and, in the nineties. And, and they and they had a little stretch there. But other than that, Golden State was largely irrelevant. Mm-hmm. They were Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it was the same. And Steph showed up and turned Golden State into a absolute NBA tourist destination. And LeBron had to leave Cleveland and go to Miami. Yeah. 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 But overall, man, Steph Curry, just not a better player than LeBron, even Kevin Durant. Historically, they're not going to be better players than LeBron. Just being real. You may not want to hear it, but the eyeball test says that LeBron James is a better player. Ryan Rosillo, if you come through here, close your ears. <laughs> Matrix didn't say that. He's a huge Steph Curry guy. <laughs> I mean, l- l- let's be honest, guys. If you take away, just go strictly by on the court, there is no way in hell Steph Curry is a better player than LeBron. No way. Historically. I know it's painful to say, but it's the truth. That's a video. Oh, I didn't even um, see her on gut fell. I didn't either. I'm going to have to go watch it. Hmm. Okay. Wow. All right. All any, right. Any, any other super chats so we can move on? Let me just... kind of got off on a tangent there. No, no, we get So, all right. Um, Oh, we were on Tom Brady anyway. So let's just continue on with Tom Brady. Then we'll go to LeBron James. Um, Day by day, man, as the days go by, it seems like Tom Brady is coming back. Over here on Fox News, Tom Brady's peers believe he still wants to play football, could join another team, according to reports. Brady, who is under contract with the Bucks for one more season, could be released by the franchise after June 1st to save salary cap space for 2022. Now, I haven't read this article yet, but Tom Brady, like, at first, I'm retired, good run. Then he's like, never say never. Um, he puts out that tweet during the Super Bowl, but the notification on the phone about the Super Bowl, and he goes, shit. I believe he was really, really pissed off about not playing in the Super Bowl. I believe he was pissed. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, man, I 
I think I think all the fallout from the ESPN, uh, the Adam Schefter slash Ian Rappaport report, I feel like backed Brady into somewhat of a corner on this. Yeah, that news dropping early. Yeah, yeah, I think it did. I think he was probably hoping mm-hmm. to evaluate. And there's another scenario on this. I feel like there's a lot of times that a lot of players, especially older ones, especially veterans, that if you ask them right after the season is over, they're going to actually lean more towards retirement yeah. than, than they will, let's say, two, three, four months after the season's over. Now, granted, he had to tell the Bucks something, but he could have told the Bucks behind the scenes without it getting out that, hey, yeah. I'm either going to retire or you're going to need to trade me, but I'm not coming back to play for this team. Okay, mm-hmm. unless, unless somehow, some way, Jason Light, Bruce Arians can sit down in front of Tom Brady and present out a plan of action, a course of action to be able to straighten that team up heading into next year so he could, in his mind, perceive that he's got a potential Super Bowl chance. We've talked about that. As constructed right now, because of salary cap issues and everything, I think Brady wants to leave because I think he realizes that the window has closed in Tampa. Yeah. I I believe that. Look at this. It says, quote, a lot of people feel like Brady was almost forced in that direction to retire. NFL's media's uh, Mike uh, Girardi said uh, Brady's retirement. And he doesn't want to go in that direction just yet. And I believe a lot of us feel that way, um, probably because of the ESPN report. Way too, it was just so abrupt, man. It was like it was a week after they lost weird. lost that game. It was. It didn't weird. take like any time. Um, I'm willing to bet he probably told people around him, "Yeah, maybe it'll probably go this way, retirement." But um, I'm not really sure. Then. I believe somebody started leaking stuff and it just got the ESPN and then bam, we're a week away from the NFC championship game, the Super Bowl. man, I got to say something. I don't want to um, take away from that. <laughs> and honestly, it did take away from the Super Bowl because nobody talked about the Super Bowl until the day of the Super Bowl. Right. So, right. Yeah, there was very little anticipation for that game, and it was all wrapped around. Uh, so much was wrapped around Brady and Brian Flores, both heading into the Super Bowl. I don't know that that uh, honestly that Roger Goodell cares. Um, I think as long as people are talking the NFL, I think he secretly is smiling, whether it's good or bad in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. Uh, but far as Brady goes, um. I think his intention was to try to get out of Tampa Bay. I think that's his intention right now. Um, there's too many places where this is coming out that he doesn't want to retire. Yeah. And and it's coming from and, different places that have no connection to each other now. But all you got to do is listen to him. He doesn't sound like a guy that's retired. No, no he doesn't. He doesn't. Um, where do you think he wants to go? Let's. Let's say besides the 49ers, where else do you think he might want to go? You know what? It could be an arms race between him and Aaron Rodgers now. When you think about it. To get to the Niners? 
Well, I'm talking about in general, any team trying to get a quarterback that thinks they're, they're a quarterback away. Okay. Okay. Well, let's, let's look at teams that think they're a quarterback away. Who's better? Okay. Who's better right now? Um, Pittsburgh or Tampa Bay? As far as next year, if they have Brady or Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, because, look, Jason Pierre-Paul is probably retiring on defense mm-hmm. for the Bucks. Um, Chris Godwin, even though they're going to probably franchise him or they could let him go. But he's probably he's, out for the season. He's not going to play the majority of next year. Um, man, the Bucks still have Mike Evans. Yeah. Um, they got Scotty Miller. They're probably going to let Leonard Fournette go. Um, he might sign a low rent deal, but I don't know. Um, so let's see in Pittsburgh, you've got mm-hmm. an all potentially all world defense. Yeah. With TJ Watt up there. You've got, I, 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 I'll say this, I'll say this, man. You throw Tom Brady on the Pittsburgh Steelers next year. They're a the favorite to come out of the AFC. Mike Tomlin is a hell of a coach, man. You already mentioned TJ Watt in that defense, too. You throw him would. on that team, they're yeah. a favorite. I, I think he would, I think he respects, and this was actually the point I was trying to get to earlier when I brought up Belichick and the level of respect versus Arians. I think that probably Brady has a certain level of respect for certain coaches. Um, yeah. Mike Tomlin would fall into that category. Belichick would fall into that category. I suspect because of his offensive acumen, Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan would probably fall into that category. Sean McVay would probably fall into that category. Yeah. Um, but I'm not quite sure if Bruce Arians would fall into that category. Part of me thinks that maybe he thinks Bruce Arians is somewhat out of touch with what today's athlete may or may not want mm. actually, or, or what the managing of the athlete, let's put it that way. The athlete's personality, um, Denver Broncos is the other one. I mean, yeah. Uh, Von Miller's not there anymore, but no, they've got a pretty damn good, pretty damn good team in Denver. Um, and I'm saying this too, because, um, Tennessee already said they're sticking with uh, Ryan. I'll throw it to the oh. other team, Tannehill. Yeah. Yeah. It's a natural fit. I, that's a perfect fit, actually. Yeah, Tennessee would be great for Tom Brady. For one thing, weather's much better better than um, than Pittsburgh. He's an older guy, so... I mean, Tom Brady is the greatest cold-weather quarterback ever. But yeah. he is older. When you're older, you don't want to play in that cold weather as much. Boy, that's a good fit right there. The Colts. Oh, my God. That team has got so much talent. Good offensive line. Jonathan Taylor. Got some little wide receivers up there. Um, Got a really, really sound defense. The Colts, that's that's a good line to draw. The Titans is a great line to draw. Um, 49ers are still... I mean, I know that's my team, but that's still a really good line to draw. Yeah. Um, but Aaron Aaron Rodgers is the other one in play there, too. And I think Brady would want to possibly 
stay in the NFC. I think that's a priority. I think staying in the NFC is a priority. The AFC is a gauntlet. It's gonna yes, be yes, it is, it is. But yeah, Tom Brady, I don't believe really cares about that. When you're the goat with that kind of mindset, you like, I can defeat anybody. I don't think he's concerned about the depth of the AFC because the goal is not to get to a Super Bowl. The goal is to win the whole damn thing. Well, I see this right here. I got to tell you, that makes some sense because of Josh McDaniels. Yeah. I mean, that does. And, and, and the yeah. Raiders the Raider, Raiders were rumored the last time he was looking for a team. And he but are, likes, they, are they are they truly really a quarterback away? Boy, they got an eight all world tight end and Darian Waller. Um, but I don't think that they're better with Tom Brady than Tom Brady with the Steelers. Josh McDaniels, man, as the head coach, that's, that's still his a boy. question. That's his I understand boy. that, man, but you get to play for Mike Tomlin. Mike Dravel's a hell of a coach, too, man. What if they brought in Antonio Brown and brought in Gronk on that Raiders team? Can you imagine having Waller on one side at tight end and Gronk on the other as a double tight end mm-hmm. set? Yeah. Jeez, Because didn't, didn't Tom Brady come out and say also that um, he hopes Tom, that um, Gronk uh, comes back? I think he said that, too. Gronk's wanting to go to Cincy. I believe He's Gronk. To, is, I believe that Gronk is going to go wherever Tom Brady goes. I kind of think that too. I do because I, I believe they, man, they are connected oh. at the hip. The only reason oh. he's back now. Forget about it. Woo! Forget about it. Man, man, don't talk that way. Don't talk that way. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The other thing as part of that article, let's let's make sure we bring this up, is he also seemed somewhat miffed that they did not try to sign Odell Beckham as part of that article from yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He I must talked, have missed that part. No, he talked about the fact that they went out and actively signed Odell Beckham because we got to remember hmm. Odell was available when Antonio Brown was serving, serving oh, yeah. back suspension. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. such so, Odell Beckham. He's probably going to miss all that season. Oh. Blew that. I think his, a, he I think his ACL is. I think his ACL is torn the same knee, left knee. But we haven't heard any news about, about that yet. So I'm not sure. Yeah, this is just starting. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is the other one we got to watch supposedly this is going to be a hell of an off season, man. (laughs) Him and green Bay are on, on the same. Well, look, one of the stories we're going to get to that's about a quarterback is going to leave a very interesting situation for another quarterback that's going to become available. And I already thought about where he might go. (laughs) You know what? This could be, this could be the most interesting off season for QBs and NFL history. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson. Let's just keep it real. I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm doing it. 
the NFL has far and away taken over as the greatest hot stove talk. They've stolen that from Major League Baseball. The yeah. NFL offseason, I mean, between the draft and free agency, mm-hmm. I mean, it has become so Easily. good. I mean, it's it's you, it's become a dramatized TV show in the offseason now. Yeah. Where is it, everybody going to start moving? You guys realize that pitchers and catchers should already be reporting. Nobody cares. Do you, I don't Nobody. Care. I don't care. Yeah. Carlos Correa out there. Carlos Correa was at, actually um, out in Houston. Uh, no speculation. Where nobody cares about this. This is bad for MLB. Bad. They look um, terrible. Yeah. I mean, uh, that spring training started, by the way, supposedly. Like spring, stra- sp- uh, spring training should have started. Nobody gives a damn. No. Nobody, nobody. gives a rats at all. Mm. Uh, let's get to uh, some more of these super chats here. Conakers, two dollars. Have you seen the Super Bowl ratings yet? Yes, there was over a hundred million people total. I believe it's what is it like one twelve, one twelve, yeah, something like yeah. that. Combined with streaming and um, uh, regular yeah. uh, TV too. So it was definitely a bounce back from last year, but still, it was still low for the NFL. Now the wokeness was definitely dialed back. I believe, man, they got to get rid of that stuff in the end zone. They got to get rid of it. Well, one of the first reports I saw yesterday was the most watched television show in five years. Is what what one of the reports said. Most watched the Super television Bowl. Show in, yep, in five. I don't see years. how, considering that it, it still was like second to last in uh, ratings the last ten years for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it was the highest rating the last five years. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, it it well they went up sixty. That was the lead headline was how much the rating. Um, who who had that as the most watched television show in five years? Oh, let me see if I can find that. It was a headline. Okay. Uh, Connor Acres also with two dollars. Imagine TB twelve on Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> uh, another five dollars from Connor Acres. What's more likely to happen first? AB signing with a new team or Jake Paul fighting a real boxer? Oh, AB signing with another team. Jake Paul ain't finding a real boxer, man. He'll he'll get destroyed. He'll get destroyed. That that ain't happening, man. Uh, Giants Nation five dollars. We got uh, Brady Rogers, Deshaun, and Wilson could be available. And my Giants are keeping Daniel Wheelchair Jones. Lucky me. <laughs> um, it was it was from NBC's press release. It was the headline: most watched television show in five oh, years. Okay. Yep. All right, guys, smash the thumbs up button if you guys do not mind. Uh, let's go ahead and um, talk about. Speaking of, how the hell did that happen when you consider more people didn't want to watch Mahomes versus Brady versus. They'd rather watch the Rams and the Bengals? Or... Yeah, that was kind of real because you didn't have. It's, it's not the same. Hold on I a second. Felt, I, got, I got a phone call. Hold on. Okay. I felt kind of gypped by the fact that we didn't have at least one historically all-world quarterback in this Super Bowl. Um, in fact, hell, I'll just – let me see. I don't – oh, I can't bring it up while he's gone. This is the press release. NBC's coverage of the Super Bowl averaged 
audience delivery of 112.3 million viewers and reached 167 million viewers. Uh, unprecedented day in sports media. Rams Bengals is the most watched show in five years. And they even had 11.2 million viewers on Peacock, which is their streaming service. Um, no one wants to see Tommy title to go back to back to end his career the same way you started, man. I see. I, I absolutely would rather see all world quarterbacks in the Super Bowl that I'm watching than a Joe Burrow. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Joe Burrow, but Matthew Stafford didn't do anything for me as, as viewing the NFL as a television product, which is, is really what I think it is. It's a television show now. Um, yeah. Watching Matthew Stafford and the Rams didn't do anything for me. Uh, the Bengals were a good story. I agree. Um, we also got to recognize too, in those ratings, uh, LA is a huge market. Yeah. Tom said it. LA is a huge market. So that probably, what did I miss? Uh, well, we're talking about the ratings. I went ahead and read off the press release. Okay. And, and yeah, we do. We didn't take into account that LA is a massive television market. Yeah, it is. Big, yeah, New York and L.A. are the two best television markets. So, yeah, that does make some kind of sense, I guess. But, yeah, yeah as far as quarterbacks go, I mean, good God. Matthew Stafford? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, we got one super chat here. Julio Oquindo, $2. Oscars coming up, Grammys coming up, NBA All-Star game. You watch? Not watching any of them. The, the Oscars are dead. The Grammys are dead. I mean, they're all super duper woke. No, thank you. No, thank you. That um, lineup lineup does nothing for me. No, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, well, let's go ahead and let's get into this uh, LeBron James thing. That was the main topic. We didn't even start off on it, but we, now we got about 400 people in here. So we can really dive into this now, folks, because you know that LeBron James uh, came out and said that he wanted a parade for the Lakers from two years ago, two years ago, guys. And he got crushed for it. Crush. Shannon Sharp wasn't even down with it. You know, Shannon Sharp is a LeBron uh, lover. Right. However, guys, we got a bit more clarification here from LaChina James. This is um, Melissa um, Rowland from uh, Fox Sports. LeBron James, when asked about the Lakers not getting a parade in 2020, said he feels most bad for his teammates who won their first championship that season. Adding a parade is the accumulation of a team's hard work. And folks, I do I do believe do mean he was getting crushed. Even woke Deadspin was crushing him on this. Whoa. <laughs> Deadspin Whoa. has an article out there about LeBron James. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Wow. Um, yeah, I you saw really, that, man. You really done something when you've pissed Deadspin off somehow. When they go in on LeBron, that's that's a all-world clownage going on. <laughs> You're getting clowned by people that are normally have you uh, wrapped in their protect, protective bubble. That's pretty surprising that they, yeah. they said anything about LeBron. Yeah, they actually uh, said, I'll pull it up here. I think this is the article here. 
like here, of course, it says um, shame, shameless LeBron tries to steal spotlight from Los Angeles Rams. That's from Deadspin right there. LeBron James has no shame in the glow of the Los Angeles Rams first Super Bowl win since 2000. James couldn't just congratulate them and keep it moving. He was at the game. He was jumping around in the suite for his, his buddy Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, it would have been great for James to fire off a tweet on social media just about the Rams and their accomplishment. Nope. James couldn't help but interject himself into the party, looking to make him a part of what was taking place, despite the fact that he was in street clothes and not playing. The tweet basically said LeBron wanted Los Angeles to have a parade for all three championship LA, LA teams, Lakers, Dodgers, and now the Rams. So what? A parade celebrating three teams, championships dating back a few years? Nah, it's a bad idea. <laughs> you can't you can't uh, relive the past. That ship has sailed on the Lakers and Dodgers. So that's some dead spin right there. Mm. Mm. But uh, guys, I actually have the video here of she, LeBron James. Xi Jinping's not going to be happy with dead spin. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but check this out, guys. One thing about LeBron also, this guy, when it comes to who is his actual team, this dude was supposed to be a Cowboys fan. Uh, then he's a Browns fan, I guess, and uh, maybe he's a Rams fan. No. Listen to him right here addressing his fandom here. Okay? Let's play this. To, to be there for the Rams, to see Dre and Snoop and um. Tams and what was it like to be, to be able to do that? Um, well, I was, <laughs> I'm a Browns fan. Um, but I'm also a guy who roots for a team where I'm in the same city of as well. So- Dude just said he's a bandwagon fan right there. He roots for a team he's in the same city, even though he's a Browns fan. So when I was in Miami, obviously I wanted the Browns to win. I was a Cowboys fan back then, but we always rooted for the Marlins. We rooted for the Dolphins. I mean, it's just... This dude has no loyalties right there. You did? I don't remember him. Do you remember him shilling the Dolphins? Dolphins? No, I don't remember that. I don't either. I I do not remember that. But this dude, supposed to be a Browns fan, wrote, this is pathetic right here. Pathetic. The man just basically said he has no loyalties at all. I don't remember him ever cheering on the Browns, to tell you the truth. Well, I mean, he... He lives his entire sports existence without any loyalty to anybody. I mean, this shouldn't surprise us at all. He's got no loyalty to anybody. He can't even stay and and finish his career out. And this was the most surprising thing. When he went back to Cleveland, next thing I know, he's leaving again. I'm like, you're you're shitting me, right, LeBron? Yeah. I thought he would go back to Cleveland and play out the rest of his career there. I at least thought he would have he would be man enough to do that. Go back to his hometown, finish out his career there. Even if just let them be competitive. You've got some rings, uh, but let your hometown fans enjoy your career. You can't even do that, mm-hmm. dude. Dude, he's got no loyalty. He's got no loyalty to anybody or anything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his teams are bandwagon teams. Yeah, he's a bandwagon fan. Like, yeah. Remember, yeah. Tom Tom Brady grew up a 49ers fan. When, when he got to the NFL, 
course, you you know you want to win on the team you're on. Tom Brady was pissed off at the 49ers. He said that that fandom died when they passed him in the draft. This dude here is just a bandwagon jumper. But let's jump uh, closer here to uh, talking about the parade here. Check this out. You had that tweet yesterday, the, the Dodgers, Lakers, Rams, yeah. the joint parade. Uh, and, and we asked Frank about that, and he said there's a real void for him. Obviously, you've been through parades before. You know what that experience is. I mean, the, when when the Rams kind of go through L.A. tomorrow, what are, what are you going to be thinking about in terms of? Oh, how amazing it is and how great it is for the city. You know, the fans that will be out there and, um, you know, with their, you know, blue and yellow on and things of that nature representing and showing their love for the accomplishment that the Rams just had. Um, that would probably be my only thought, to be completely honest. Not, not going to think about maybe what you guys missed with, with this city? No, I already know what we missed, you know. I already know what we missed. But more, more importantly, I, I feel like bad for my teammates who won their first championship and what they missed. You know, obviously getting the ring the following year and things of that nature. Some of the guys that came back after, you know, they went to different teams and came back and got their ring. But the the parade is like, it's really a combination of everything. You get this, you really get to rejoice and, 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 and like celebrate with the fans, like in a more intimate setting. So, you know, I feel bad for like my teammates who didn't get an opportunity to have that feeling. I, 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 I've, I've done it three times. Did you sense any? <laughs> he need to throw that. I, I did it three times. Okay. Uh, to be honest, when I send out, I don't really track my tractions. When I send out stuff, I don't. I, I kind of just let it float in the metaverse, I guess. I just let it do its thing. You know, I don't even. Tra- I don't track my tweets and things of that nature. Somebody will have to bring it to me and let me know. Uh, I got a couple questions. So he says he doesn't track his tr- tweets when he releases them. He just lets it go into the metaverse. Roads. Oh. Man, I bet I bet some of his teammates brought brought him some of my videos when I put my foot up his ass a few times. I'm just saying that. I bet he tracks that. I bet he tracks that. This guy's repugnant. Man, I was just sitting here thinking I was I was sitting here watching him talk. And you know what was going through my mind? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how much different. I look at a guy like LeBron right now versus the way I sit back and look at Michael Jordan. It's unbelievable. I mean, the level of yeah. character of, of those two individuals, the difference, the perception. I mean, it's this guy's this guy's the most repugnant guy in all the sports. Yeah. I mean, when he talks, it makes me want to puke. It truly does. <laughs> it makes me want to vomit, projectile vomit everywhere. Um you you want to know something too, man? My God! You want to know how many Lakers from that bubble uh, ring championship? How many of those players are still on this team? First of all, it'd be a logistical nightmare to get all of these players to come back for a parade. The only people that are on this team now is LeBron, Street Clothes Anthony Davis, and Dwight Howard. All these other players on other teams. Now, Kyle Kuzma also tweeted out, uh, he said, yeah, I'll, I'll come to the parade um, if I can get back there because he's on another team. This just doesn't make any sense. 
Well, he got he got them all shipped in and out, and not only that, but he'd have to bring guys back in and look them in the eye after he's already had them shipped shipped out of town. Yeah, I mean he he is the one that literally is moving he constructed the pieces this team. around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, God, it's pathetic. Care about your teammates? Did you care about Brandon Ingram when you was getting his ass shipped out of town? Stop it, man! You don't care about nothing but yourself. Whatever's going to build the team around you so you can try to go win another fake-ass ring. Man, I, I swear, this guy, is anything that comes out of his mouth, when's the last time he had something constructively uh, positive to say? When's the last time that this guy said something that was intelligent, that that had a good message, that didn't seem like a total idiot was talking and that, and if he did quote something that was, uh, quote something that was intelligent, it didn't come from the back page of some magazine he was reading for crying out loud. Um, <laughs> uh, Candace Owens is right. His punk ass is low, low IQ. Yeah. Plain and simple. Yeah. She came out and, um, I don't know if you guys saw it or not. It was brought to our attention, but, um, she said that, LeBron genuinely does believe in what he's actually saying, but he doesn't have the IQ. She she wasn't even really bashing him, to tell you the truth. I would, I believe she was just trying to be uh uh pretty real. Let me I can actually pull it up because I don't want to mess uh that part up here. It was on here uh, yesterday. Here it is. This is what uh, Candace Owens said about LeBron James. And where's it at? She says, uh, to be clear, LeBron is a well-meaning person, and I don't think LeBron means to do bad. Owens admitted. I just don't think he's that smart. I really do. I think LeBron is low IQ. I've heard him speak about issues, and he is... And and he, he just is so wrong. He carries with him an arrogance, which isn't hard when you're being called a king. And he is an incredible talent. There's no doubt about that. All right. And then um says here, I think this is our quote too. If you don't, if you are not educated about something, you shouldn't speak on it. I would rather him be quiet than tell, uh, tell his people that follow him a lot. He needs to do the work of actually becoming educated about these issues. And it's not hard. It really isn't hard to look up data and to look up the facts. That is what Candace Owens Owens said about LeBron James. She's not wrong about that. No, it's not hard for LeBron. I mean, LeBron has made so many dumbass comments and you've heard me say it. I've called him out for being what dangerous. Yeah. I've said LeBron is is dangerous because Look, is he influencing smart people? No. no. But is he is he an influence o- over clowns? Yes. Over 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 people yeah, that absolutely probably aren't always doing the the most upstanding thing in their community. I, I will continue to say hmm. there is absolutely no coincidence between him running his mouth directly about the police and then two LA County deputies getting shot yeah. like right he, after he, he said it. Here's a prime example. That Makai Bryant situation. Makai Bryant was pulling out a knife 
and was about to stab that other girl. That cop, man, I don't even see how he even reacted that fast, to tell you the truth, because it was kind of chaotic there. He pulled out his gun. He did what he had to do. And then LeBron James tried to dot south that cop, saying that he was just killing, uh, basically killing black people. It's like, like bro, what? did you not watch the tape? Or, or could he not comprehend what was on the tape? The girl had a long-ass knife about to stick it in another black girl. The cop saved a life. Yes. Of a black, a black person's life. And he didn't have the wherewithal to recognize that. All he could see was a guy in uniform. I mean, that's all he could see. Yeah. So he can break down NBA tape, but he couldn't break down that clip of that cop doing his job. Or is LeBron James just a mouth for the left? Well, he look, he's influencing people just like him. Let's just be real. People mm-hmm. that aren't taking their aren't taking the time to to look up facts, aren't looking at data. They're not taking their time to educate themselves on certain issues. I mean, if you listen to LeBron James, you would think the cops were walking around out there like they're the predator. Okay? Right. The right. predator stalking stalking Arnold's unit in the jungle if you listen to LeBron James. Yep. Yep. That is factually fucking incorrect okay it's it's utterly absurdly wrong but lebron that's what lebron puts out there for his followers to hear that's dangerous dude you're dangerous lebron james you are dangerous okay you're honestly you're the reason this country's in a bind right now you're part of the reason Guys like you that that have influence that that you shouldn't trust with a fucking potato gun. I mean, yep. he's a moron. Yeah, it's crazy. I, uh, I y'all get me started on LeBron and everything. I believe this dude has done. Jesus, I mean, come on, yeah, come on. Okay, so that is our Lachana James here rant here for today, but um, uh. <laughs> What happened? I'm I'm I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm listening to our little our little China James rant for today oh. <laughs> till till the next dumbass damn thing that comes out of his mouth <laughs> tomorrow same bad yes. time same yes. bad channel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, let's talk about um Deshaun Watson here, man. Let's do so, it. So could be a crazy off season, like we said before. Tom Brady on the move, um, Aaron Rodgers on the move, and also. The Texans still have Deshaun Watson. Now, one thing about this Deshaun Watson situation is he has a no trade clause. So he gets to dictate which team he really wants to go to here. But it says here, Deshaun Watson are in Buccaneers Vikings as potential trade destinations. Now, Tom Brady's still with the Bucs. So it may be until June when he's released. So if a Deshaun Watson... Um, thing with the butts happen, it probably won't happen until somewhere around there. But um, it says here the 2021 season came and went without any significant movement on the Deshaun Watson front. Uh, there were rumors the Miami Dolphins wanted to trade him, uh, despite the 22 sexual assault lawsuits he was in the middle of fighting, but that amounted to exactly nothing by the trade deadline. The Houston Texans were 
uh, predictably bad, but didn't trade Watson, burning a roster spot to keep him away from the building every week. Watson's legal issues remain unsettled. And there was talk about settlements, but apparently the women don't want to settle with him. Right. That That's a problem right there. But it goes on. It says now the Super Bowl is over and all eyes turn towards another offseason, a potentially significant change around the NFL landscape. Watson apparently is doing the same. Jeremy Fowler reported for ESPN this morning that Watson is, quote, evaluating potential trade destinations, naming the Minnesota Vikings and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as the teams in question. Per ESPN, the Texans quarterback who spent the 2021 season on the teams at the roster but did not play has begun evaluating potential fits for services in 2022 with the Buccaneers and Vikings among teams on his radar. One source noted that Watson, who has a no-trade clause, is still early in the evaluation process, but he's looking for the right blend of offensive system, coaching, talent, and most importantly, the chance to win. So, Rhodes, what do you make of this? Is either one of these teams a good fit for Deshaun? Um, In a vacuum, if we were just talking about him as a football player, yeah, yeah, they are. From a character standpoint, he shouldn't even be in the league. But right, um, he's he's a good fit unless you take a look at it, who's the better quarterback here, Deshaun Watson or Kirk Cousins. I'm going to be honest with you. I think Deshaun, as a quarterback, is probably the better quarterback. Uh, so as a, as a from a football standpoint, it does make sense. But I mean, at the same time. Man, I I don't know how if you're Minnesota, you run the risk of letting Cousins Cousins go for this guy. No, and, no, it, it ain't worth it. No, even no, if you think even even if you think Deshaun is better, Deshaun even on the Texans last time he played did not elevate that team. It ain't worth it when he has all of these legal issues floating over his head in his career. Kirk Cousins is still a solid quarterback. Still. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm Minnesota, I'm not making this move. Now, as far as the Buccaneers go, they're probably going to have a lot of turnover here. We don't know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, they would still have to trade for him. Is it even still worth it? And then at that, you know, these teams are going to have the answer to their fan bases too, based on the allegations that are still out there. Hmm. Well, honestly, if you're talking about fan bases accepting one over the other, Minnesota is probably going to accept Deshaun Watson better than Tampa will. You know, a Florida oh, fan definitely. base, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Minnesota against him. Yeah. Minnesota is all about uh oh St. George Floyd, so probably can get away with that up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and and look, Florida is pretty pretty religious big Christians there. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know that, uh, Deshaun Watson, at least from a character standpoint is a great fit there. Right. I don't, I also don't know how well Bruce Arians would necessarily take to Deshaun Watson. So I, Ooh, I don't man. know. Um, he did have Jameis, but you know, I mean, honestly, I even got to say, I think Jameis's character is a lot higher than, well, actually, now that now that I think about it, Jameis had an issue too in his past. 
Yeah, but I don't see Bruce Arians really wanting to to have Deshaun on his team. If we're talking about character, he didn't want Antonio Brown on that team, mainly because of his character. So you would bring in Deshaun Watson with 22 women accusing him of heinous acts against them? I don't see that happening. Right. I, I don't see that happening. I, really I don't, don't. I don't know. I don't. It ta- look, even if Tampa's in shambles, they're obviously a better team than the Houston Texans. We right. know that. Um, Minnesota does make some sense, but you got Kirk Cousins there. Uh, the side note to that is, if Kirk Cousins becomes available, who starts taking a run at him? Because Pitts, I think Pittsburgh would be in on Cousins. Yeah. Tampa might be in, a, you know, Tampa might take a look at Cousins. Um, ooh, with the 49ers, knowing Kyle Shanahan has ooh. always wanted Kirk Cousins as his quarterback, would, would Kyle Shanahan bang the table for Kirk Cousins? Uh, knowing that that's always been his number one draft pick to get at quarterback, he feels like no other quarterback in the league could run his offense like Kirk Cousins. I mean, that look, Shanahan's daddy drafted Kirk. Mike Shanahan, Mike Shanahan thinks Kirk Cousins is like <laughs> the second coming of Tom Brady. <laughs> but you know, well, in that in that offense, I don't know. I'd rather have Kirk Cousins than Jimmy Garoppolo. I could yeah. say that. I yeah. could say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. That's that. I could see the Vikings doing it. Um, I don't know. I don't think you. I don't think you make that that move though. You, you've got to be. You've got to be content with letting Cousins walk. Yeah. If you're yeah. Tampa, if you're Tampa football, uh, football only. Yeah, I could see. I could see maybe making that move. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how well Watson's going to be accepted in that community, though. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. All right, let's move over to some super chats here. Giants Nation for four ninety nine. You guys saw that commercial of LeBron talking to himself and his younger self. Asked what What should I not do? LeBron should have said, "Do do not join the left." <laughs> Actually, I didn't see that commercial. I do. Uh, I still I still haven't seen it. Yep. You saw it. I, I didn't. See there it. there was a time. Yeah, and it it it. I t- I told my wife. I said. That commercial actually kind of made me sad because it made me think about how I used to look at LeBron. Mm-hmm. I used to be a big LeBron James fan. I See, did. I was never, I was, I wasn't a diehard LeBron fan. I respected his, uh, his game, his talent. That was, that was pretty much it. That's how much somebody's character can change a fan's perception. I mean, I was a big LeBron fan when he came back and and won that title. Uh, I didn't like the fact that he ever left, but when he came back and I thought, yeah, he came back, he won a title in Cleveland. I was like, that's great. And then all of a sudden the word started coming out that he might eventually leave and go to the Lakers. That's when I started. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm I'm done with this dude. I can't stand him jumping, jumping team, ship team, all over the, the league. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. just threw my hands up with LeBron. Yeah. Then. Uh, Chris Coran, $5. I wouldn't touch Watson till all the legal issues are resolved. And NFL uh, does their punishment with, with the NFL even really even punish him. 
Do you know the backlash that the NFL will get from the woke mob? To some, something is telling me that Deshaun Watson, I don't believe he's going to get prosecuted on anything. He could settle this. But the wokesters out there may say, well, this is the NFL. Um, they're trying to take down a black man. Why are they suspending him? Because, you know, these wokesters, you know, they don't care about any details or facts. Deshaun Watson should have been on the exempt list last season. Before the NFL decided to get woke, man, he would have easily been on that exempt list and would not have been around the team. But Deshaun Watson has privilege and he was able to stay on the team. Exactly right. He's been completely insulated from the media on what's going on. Does anybody remember the onslaught of media onto site? When the Michael Vick stuff was happening. Oh, man, they, they were crushing this, man. There were literally uh, sports anchors outside of the Vicks residence for days and days and days. They were reporting on that. Deshaun Watson has been largely left alone. Yeah. I, I mean. He, he's got a huge nothing, pass. A huge pass. Yep. Uh, uh, Giants Nation. Oh, well, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to address this one right quick. That is factually an out-and-out a lie. Y'all were LeBron fans until you saw that you get more views and money. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. At at no point of of us having this channel where we're ever LeBron fans. Never. Let's get one thing clear. One thing clear. It was not the NBA and LeBron videos that blew up this channel. It was actually a soccer video. That got us views. And then it was the NFL, the NBA. Yeah. Bubba Wallace. It was that. And then at that, if LeBron James is getting us views, why is it that sometimes we go months without making a a LeBron video? We'll go several months actually before. When was the last time we made a LeBron video? Um, before this recent thing with, with the parade It's probably been four or five weeks, maybe couple, couple weeks or so, at least three weeks, something like that. Yeah. But, you know, blame YouTube because they're the ones that decide which which videos to push out. If it's a LeBron video, so be it. Right. Giants Nation, $5. As long as he stays away from the Eagles and the Redskins, yes, Redskins, I'm fine with uh, him going anywhere else. I think he's talking about in regards to um, Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Okay, we're all caught up there. Let me check the stream labs here. We got a one stream labs here from um Albert for five dollars. What are your thoughts on Elaine Goo? Yeah, I I think we started to, to actually make a video on that. I got a major problem with her because um Elaine Goo, if you guys don't um remember. She is in the um, Olympus. Let me see if I can um, pull up something here, here real quick. Because I want to. Um, I can actually find this here real quick. She is an American. And she is representing China in the Olympics. Now, apparently China they don't allow dual citizenship and you have to be, you're supposed to be a citizen 
to actually participate and be on Team China, which means you would have to renounce your um, U.S. citizenship. But apparently China is not doing it. They're allowing non-Chinese citizens to participate. Now, apparently she has refused to answer questions about her citizenship status. And I got a problem with that. We, we got several traders over there representing China that are U.S. citizens or Canadian citizens. I got, I got a major problem with that. That's siding with a country that is oppressive. We even did a, I did, I did a video on um, this one uh, Canadian. Representing Team China was banned from speaking English. The interpreter interjected and said she is not allowed to speak English, even though English is our native language. I got a problem got, with these traders. She gave up her citizenship. Am I am I correct? She may not have. We don't know. She won't address her citizenship status, Elangu. She won't. Okay. No. She so, won't answer questions on it. So if she did, all I'm gonna say is that feels if I'm being real, if I'm peeling back the curtain, that's treasonous to me. Yes. She actually turned over her citizenship. And look, if you're going to live here, in no way, shape, form, or fashion should you be over there representing, putting a China's uniform on. No way. No yeah. way. I mean, that, that just, not only that, but it seems like the Olympic Committee's got a hole in its, uh, the way it does things, if if they're going to, if the IOC is going to allow that to to sort of happen in that in that way, um, was she could she not have was she not good enough for the U.S. Is that what was going on there? I, in I don't other think words, that's what is it she, is is she like Leah Leah Thomas, where she thinks she can dominate? No, if she I don't represents believe it was... a certain co- country and. Leah's case, she's a male, but you get my point. Is there a, right. a competitive advantage to doing what she's doing? What I believe is what happened. Now, I'm looking here. She was actually representing the United States up until uh, 2019. And then in September of 2019, she jumped on to uh, China. And she's been with China since uh, 2019. Now, her only connection to uh, China is is her mother. She has a Chinese mother and an American father. And that's her only connection to, uh, to China. What's the left's draw to China? Because a lot of people are saying she's pretty woke. She's pretty, pretty, a pretty big leftist. I don't, Do they I don't not- know. Do they not understand with all the social justice crusades that all these leftists are on that the dirty but, secret is China hates black people. Let me just keep it real. I, but, I mean, uh, they, but, but guess where she's from though. She's from the people's Republic of California, San Francisco. That, that probably explains a lot right there. Yeah. The way that they're they're the way the teachers unions are in those classrooms are constructed right now. Yeah. And she's young. Spe- she's only uh, 19, if I'm not mistaken. You know, she's 18. Oh. 
She's 18 she's years old. Very heavily liberally influenced out there where she's at right now. Right. Good right. God. Okay. All right. We got uh, one more story here, guys, talking about Matthew Stafford, this Hall of Fame talk going on in the media. Uh, Rhodes and I, neither one of us believe that uh, Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Famer right now. I don't believe this talk should even come up. Uh, apparently, he's probably going to play more seasons. We'll have to see what actually happens. But one other person that uh, wants to talk of uh, Matthew Stafford and the Hall of Fame to stop is his wife. Check this out. Matthew Stafford's wife, furious with Hall of Fame talk. He isn't done playing. And uh, that's his wife right there. But this is uh, what she actually put out here. And I'm not sure that this is this is probably on Instagram or something. She says, can y'all just let him enjoy this? It went from Matthew can't win to Matthew can't win against winning teams to Matthew can't win big games to Matthew can't win playoff games to Matthew can't win at all. And now the debate of the Hall of Fame. We shouldn't be talking about the Hall of Fame because he isn't done playing this game. If you don't believe he is a Hall of Famer, I can't wait for him to prove you wrong in his remaining years, just like he did in one year to everyone who said all the things listed above. So let's not table uh, this talk until he actually retires. Thank you. Now, here's the thing. All the stuff that she said, Matthew can't win. That, that's that's true because um, he had a losing record. He still has a career losing record. Uh, Matthew Stafford can't win against uh, winning teams. He wasn't doing that in Detroit. Uh, Matthew Stafford can't win big games. Going into this season, he had won zero zilch playoff games. And he goes to a team that was just in the uh, Super Bowl a few years ago. Loaded team, by the way. Yes. The Rams are loaded for crying out loud. I mean, he was able to win a Super Bowl. Hell, Robert Woods was hurt. One of the best receivers on that, the second best receiver on that team that would probably be a number one receiver on another team, literally was hurt. I mean, really? Look, I she's right about this. The Hall of Fame talk shouldn't have started after it this game. It never should have started. It never should have started. She's Steve right about Smith that. was talking about it. Clay Travis talked about it. They both believe he's a future Hall of Famer after winning his Super Bowl. Uh, Not enough body of work for me as far as success. Right. However, and let me see if I can find this. Uh, Matthew Stafford is playing under a five-year, $135 million deal, $92 million guaranteed, $50 million signing bonus. Listen, Matthew Stafford's wife, your husband is getting paid an astronomical amount of money to play a game, a sports game, where sports talk is, in fact, a thing in our society. Mm -hmm. So she wants people to shut up about something that, look, at this point, he's a sports player. People critique sports players. It's what they do. Yes, and he just won the when, Super Bowl. He's a quarterback on the Super Bowl champions. When you have been afforded that kind of lifestyle and that kind of fame, and he's got a position doing what he's doing, 
giving you a lifestyle, by the way, a lot of people will never fathom in a generational lifestyle that family members will have from here on out because of what Matt's done. Shut up. Shut up. You shut up. Matthew Stafford's mm-hmm. wife. Shut up. It's what we do. It's what people do that talk about sports. That's the position that he holds. It's part of it is yeah. taking media scrutiny, both bad or good, bad right. or good. It's not always rosy. There was a reason why people were hammering your husband's ass in Detroit because they were losers. Yes. Boom. Big fat here, L. Here is a good example right here. Before this Super Bowl, was there any talk about Matthew Stafford in the Hall of Fame? That no. None. Zero no. zilch. Here's a no. good example right here, man. Good example. These are some quarterbacks here. Without Super Bowls, all you got to mention is their name. You'll say, no doubt, Hall of Famer. Dan Marino, no doubt, Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Jim Kelly, no doubt, Hall of Famer. He went to four Super Bowls. Right. Lost them all. That right. You you say those names right there. Warren Moon. Oh, Hall of Famer. Right. Hall of Famer. Right. Didn't win any Super Bowls. Matthew Stafford. The reason why there was no talk of him being a Hall of Famer. Dude couldn't win. He only had two winning seasons. No, four winning seasons, but um only two times did he actually win um ten games. He was an underachiever. I don't care how many yards he was throwing for. He wasn't successful. So now all of a sudden he wins his one Super Bowl and now he's a Hall of Famer? uh, It's crazy. I mean, not only that, but it's not like like he went to the Houston Texans and took them to the Super Bowl and won it, okay? He went to a loaded team. Another one, Fran Fran Tarkinson, league MVP. No Super Bowl wins. He went to... uh, I believe Fran went to uh, three Super Bowls, if I'm not mistaken. Hall of Famer. You you already knew it. No-brainer. Didn't win, but he was a no-brainer Hall of Famer. Uh, I mean, and she needs to understand, to be honest with you, I mean, he's in the public eye. Plain and simple. A, yeah. Public, yeah. a, public, a public eye in L.A., by the way. He right. signed he signed off on a trade to go play in Los Angeles. Okay? He didn't he didn't say trade me to Cleveland. This is what you guys wanted. This is exactly what you wanted. And yeah, there's going to be some talk that's mm-hmm. going to drive you crazy. And sorry, it is what it do I think talking about Matthew Stafford as a Hall of Famer is ludicrous? Right now, yes. Yes, easily, yes. Yes. But people still have the right to 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 have that talk and, and talk about those kind of things. And it comes with the territory. If you're gonna be afforded all the luxuries that you get to have because your quarterback is a, a your your husband is a high profile NFL quarterback, get ready. They're gonna stomp his ass at times. Part of it. Sorry, yep. cry me a yep. river. I have no yep. sympathy for you. It is what it is. Uh, we got a $5 super chat here from Woke Hogan. Detroit had to go running back an all-time uh, wide receiver and still um, suck. No one can save them. That shouldn't be an indictment on Matt. 
Well, he never played with Barry Sanders. Now, he played with Megatron, but he didn't play with Barry Sanders. I know you're talking about Barry Sanders there. But uh, Matthew Stafford, like I said, man, if you are that guy quarterback, you should be able to elevate your team. Not necessarily win a Super Bowl. Matt Ryan elevated the Falcons. Didn't win a Super Bowl. He won playoff games, but he got to one. Matthew Stafford did jack shit in Detroit. It's just a fact. He didn't elevate them. I'm dragging her because she's talking shit about people talking about it. Like people don't have a job to do. I, I agree go- with her about um, we shouldn't even be talking about it. Yeah, because he's not a Hall of Famer. He's not in the discussion yet. We'll see. Like I said, if this guy falls off a cliff the next three seasons, doesn't win a playoff game, is he a Hall of Famer? No. He's going to have to have more success, I believe, to um, to validate getting in the Hall of Fame. Make, make that statement again now. If 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 he does what over the next three years? If he falls off a cliff, let's say that this dude doesn't win a playoff game or he doesn't even qualify for the playoffs, doesn't do nothing, but he's racking up yards. He's still not, he's not getting in the Hall of Fame. He shouldn't be anyway. Okay. Because that means he'll be he only have one Pro Bowl still. You have the Super Bowl, but uh, you should be right. But he'll get in; they'll put him in. But that's where be, Richard Sherman comes in and but says, "You that, should be right." Hey, they're they're weakening yeah. the Hall of Fame then. Yeah, yeah. Now, do I think that's gonna happen? No, I think he'll probably make the playoffs two out of the next three or four years, and he'll yeah. probably win one or two, or maybe even three mm-hmm. more playoff games. And combine that with the kind of stats he should put up on that team that's loaded, that's loaded. Hmm. Tom Tom Brady never had a loaded team like that Hmm. in New England that's loaded. Then, yeah, I mean, he's probably going to go in, and I I would let him in. Hmm. But um, today, yeah, no, he's not. He's not it. He's not it. He's not Hmm. ready. Woke Hogan, $5. I know he didn't play with Barry. I just mean – that they've had some incredible talent and still have done nothing. They are the worst franchise. Well, let me bring you back to the Joe Burrow thing. Joe Burrow took the Cincinnati Bungles to the Super Bowl, a team that didn't even win a playoff, then won a playoff game in 31 years before he got there. This is his second year, and he took them to the Super Bowl. He elevated that team, and his offensive line was horrible. He overcame that. I wish, I wish I could say yes, but no. Uh, he, to me, he wasn't a Hall of Famer. I was a huge he, fan. He shouldn't even won that MVP that he won. You know. I, how long did, did Brady have Randy Moss? One and a half seasons? One, one and a half seasons. He had him for yeah. that 2007 season, and then Brady um, blew out his knee the next season, so he didn't play. Then Randy Moss was there. The following season, Brady came back for like, six games and then they let him go. So a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Look, when they, okay, Joe Burrow's a great uh a great line to draw. If Matthew Stafford's career started like Joe Burrow's, I got drafted number one overall. I come into a team, we suck the first year 
But in my second year, I took my team and elevated them to the Super Bowl. Now, mind you, that's what we expected out of Matt Stafford. Yes. Uh, uh, that's, I mean, a perfect thing. That's what we expected out of Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford changed nothing in Detroit. He had Megatron and Dominican Sue was there also. They didn't do anything. He didn't elevate them. And I don't want to say that he was alone for the ride doing this run because he did make some plays and I'm not trying to disrespect him, but he wasn't really the difference maker on his team because Jared Goff got this team to the Super Bowl too a few years back. And he's better than Jared Goff. But think think of this, man. Tampa Bay before Tom Brady got there, 79. If Matthew Stafford went to Tampa Bay, what would they have done, Rhodes? What do you think they would have done? I believe they probably would have been 8-8. Eight and eight. I don't know. That Tom, Tampa Tom, Bay team was but, awfully loaded, but, too. But Tom, Brady, Tom Brady changed the culture. That's the yeah. difference right yeah. there. Yeah, you're Matthew right. Matthew Stafford... You're right. Ain't changing the culture of a team. Jameis right. Winston had all the talent in the world too. 79 with Jameis Winston. Yeah. Jameis throws pits. Guess what? Matthew Stafford throws a lot of pits too. So they probably would have been eight and eight, nine and seven. They ain't winning no damn Super Bowl. They didn't know how to win. Devastated. Yeah, that was shocking, man. That was shocking. Somebody on Steve in there. Done. Yeah, I was a big McNair guy. Uh, anything else, Rhodes, before we wrap it up? Negative, Ghost Rider. We have went all in today. All in. Yeah. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. We will not have a show tomorrow. Uh, Rhodes has some things to do. And actually, next Wednesday, we won't have a show either because I got uh, some things to do um, that day too. But uh, we'll be back on Friday. And uh, so get ready for that. But enjoy these uh, live streams, guys. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Uh, consider becoming a uh, channel member by clicking the join button. That way you can at- get access to the live streams when they get done. Cause they go strictly to members here of the channel. But that being said, guys, so let me uh, just check on uh, Streamlabs one more time before we go. I don't want to miss anybody. And I think we are caught up on super chats. I think we are. Yep, we're all called up, guys. Um, we appreciate everybody coming out. Rhodes, take us home. Very quickly, make sure you subscribe to us on our podcast. Wherever fine podcasts are available, peace. We're out. Till next time.